Here's All Wisdom, where we are applying biblical truth to everyday life. My name is Derek Brown. I'm pastor and elder at Creekside Bible Church in Cupertino, California, and academic dean at the Cornerstone Bible College and Seminary in Vallejo, California. I'm here today with Cliff McManus. He is pastor-teacher at Creekside Bible Church, and he is also professor of theology at Cornerstone. And today we have a special guest with us, but before we get to that, I want to encourage you to check out withallwisdom.org, where you will find a large and growing collection of resources that will help you grow in your walk with the Lord Jesus. And now I want to hand things over to Cliff so we can meet our special guest. Thank you, Derek. It is my privilege uh, to introduce a good brother in the Lord, and we have a treat for our KFAX listening audience today as we are about to embark, or actually in the midst of our series in the book of Acts. And as believers know, the book of Acts is, the theme of the book of Acts is the mandate of Jesus Christ that he gave to his church to fulfill the Great Commission, to take his saving message to the uttermost parts of the earth. So we're all called to be missionaries representing Christ wherever we are in the backyard and also around the world. And so it's my joy to have a brief interview here with a dear brother who is a missionary himself, and also a faithful pastor, a church planter, and does uh, much, much more in the goal of fulfilling the Great Commission. So I thought it'd be appropriate to get to know uh, Brother Pastor Hernan Sierra, and I just want to run some questions by him and allow him to share what God is doing in his life and also his part of the world as he represents the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, God allowed us to meet about almost 10 years ago, uh, Brother Pastor Hernan Sierra, and so, Aaron, thank you for being here with us today. Brother, thank you uh, for inviting me to be here. And, and, and first of all, I just want to say happy birthday, Cliff. Thank uh, you. It's your birthday, um, we, and it's just one year less in this earth. That's right. So uh, One year closer to Jesus. Yes, sir. Amen. Well, let's get to know you a little bit, Aaron, and then you can tell us uh, particularly about a specific area of ministry that I'm interested in that... God's opened the door for you. So just briefly, uh, currently, where do you live? And then uh, tell us what kind of home you grew up, if it was a Christian home or not, when uh, you got saved. Well, uh, I live in uh, Tegucigalpa, Honduras. Tegucigalpa is the capital city of Honduras. Honduras is in Central America. Say the name of that city one more time, a little slower. Tegucigalpa. Wow, which is actually, isn't that the largest city in Honduras? Yes, sir. Yes, yes. it is the largest city. It's yeah. uh, around 2 million people, two over million. over 2 million people. There. Wow. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes. So it's a, um, a capital city, Tegucigalpa. So Tegucigalpa is in Central America. So so uh, uh, some people think that everything under the border in the U.S. is Mexico. No, no, no. There's also <laughs> some other countries. Honduras is one of those countries. So we're in Central America. Uh, we're actually, if you go to the map, uh, we are right in the middle of the continent. Uh, so that's Honduras. Uh, our, our city is Tegucigalpa, born and raised there. Um, and um, uh, living in the city. Uh, uh, what was the religion of your home growing up? Uh, as uh, f- for our country, our country, we would have a, a Roman Catholic background, the whole country. But in my case, uh, my mom, she came to, to the Lord. Um, um, and uh, as, as uh, we, we were born and we grew up, um, she would take us to uh, church. She would take us to a, a Baptist church. Uh, so I grew up uh, going to Baptist church. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
And then about how old were you when you got saved? Oh, that's a great question. Because I, um, at the age of eight, I prayed a prayer. Mm. Eight. I prayed a prayer. I walked down the aisle. I thought I was saved at the age of 12, just to be part of uh, the band. Um, I got baptized. And at the age of uh, 18, 19, my mom went to the Lord. Mm. So that really struck me. And um, uh, after that, I, I met um, uh, Gavi, my wife. She was a Roman Catholic, and uh, I started going to mass with her. So, um, so before I was, I was just a perfect Pharisee, you know, thinking I was saved, uh, doing everything, you know, just uh, appearing to be a, a believer. But I was, I was just a pagan. And, um, and what happened with my mom and then meeting my wife, that just proved it because I had to, now it was, I was, uh, uh, involved in Catholic church. I had to renounce my faith. I even got baptized there. And after, uh, some time that we dated, we ended up getting married at the biggest Catholic church in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so the Lord was using all that just to she showed me that I was lost and uh, so we as we got married and uh, our first year it was it was uh, uh, a really a terrible year for for both of us uh, we were um, hurting each other a lot and um, the Lord <laughs> it's it's amazing you know how the Lord works um, she left me two or three times and and but I would go and bring her back um, uh, but uh, things we we had no hope, and um, she got invited to 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 church. Uh, what she didn't like uh, evangelicals, she didn't like uh, Christians, and um, uh, she she actually said Christians are just a, a bunch of hypocrites because uh, why would they have joy if they lose their jobs or, or they get cancer or they lose a, a loved one? Uh, that that that's that, that's faking. They're just faking it. So that's pure hypocrisy. It, it can't be. They they can't have joy. I don't have joy. I don't know joy. So um, so as uh, we were in our uh, first year, um, she got invited to to, to this church, and um, once she went there and she got back, I just remember that day, um, and she she was totally different person, a totally different person. Uh, so, um, so from that day on, things started changing in my, in my house. And uh, now she was being, being respectful, being submissive and, uh, the Lord in his grace, uh, she, uh, he used her to, uh, to, to let me see my own depravity and how I was lost. I thought I was saved, but, but ha, I so, was so about how old do you think you were? Oh, I was 20, 25, I think, 25, so 26. When, so when God actually got a hold of you for real and you were born again, you were, even though you weren't saved, you were religious oh, on the outside. Yes. And oh, you yes. even professed to be a Christian. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, oh, then, yes. That's right. And, and, then, and you know what? It's funny because <clears throat> I, uh, she came to me and she said, you know what? Uh, the Lord has saved me. You know, after, after months of, 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 of I, I was mocking her. You know, as as she was uh, going to church, and she was as she was persevering, and she was she was growing in godliness and love for the Lord. I was mocking her, and and this former Catholic now she was teaching me um, uh, with her, you know, with her testimony. And she came to me and said, "You know what? Uh, the Lord has changed me. He has saved me. But now the Lord wants to, He wants to save you." And I thought to myself, "What are you talking about? 
The Lord wants to save me? Who are you, you hypocrite? You're faking the joy because I'm giving you such a hard time that you got to be faking all this. You're just a hypocrite. Who who do you think you are uh, uh, trying to teach me? But those words just mm. just just were torturing me. You know, the Lord the Lord wants to save you, and you know what? Because of that, and 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 then the gospel she 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 just proclaimed. Uh, and then just seeing her testimony, I decided to, to to visit the church she was visiting. And I remember the preacher that day, he started quoting the verses I once learned at Sunday school. And as I heard these verses and he was explaining these verses, I said, whoa, so this is what this verse means. And this is what this verse means. Oh, and he was like connecting the dots. Boom. And the Lord saved me. And the Holy Spirit used the Word of God, yes, sir, through your wife, yes. and the proclamation of the gospel. That Isn't that First Peter three? Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. so yes, that's that's, how, that's awesome. how we we uh, we got saved. The Lord did it all. Yep. Amen. Let's fast forward twenty years from the time you got saved. Mm. I'll just recount a little bit how God has used mm. you, an unworthy vessel yep. by your own admission, yep. and yet uh, privileged with many opportunities to represent Him there yes. in the largest city in. Uh, Honduras, and, and also one of the largest cities in Central America. Yes. Um, so what I've seen and observed over your ministry, so God allowed you to get formal training, so you got a Master's of Divinity down there at a wonderful ministry down in Honduras, mm-hmm. uh, which means you had to study Greek and Hebrew. Oh, yes. Uh, which is wonderful. Uh, also, God allowed you to be a church planter, and you started a church at your home, correct? Yep, that's right. Um, uh, I was part of this large church and um as i started being ex- exposed because i i would do um i got invited to do a translation um so so what we speak in honduras is just spanish right there, there's no english um and uh, but the lord blessed me you know and you see god's providence right uh it blessed me by 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 going to to a school where they would teach english there and that's how I got my English and mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 TV, <laughs> TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, um, uh, the Lord, in in His grace, He was He was just preparing me. I got invited to do some translation, and that's how I I I got to be uh, sitting or translating this amazing professors that that came um, uh, from from seminaries and and uh, and and ministries. Um, uh, Christ Center ministries and word-based ministries. Uh, so I, I, I was, I was now translating to this man and, and doing written translation, and, and I was, I was getting to, to study to open up scripture and and learning, uh, which I didn't have at the church I was attending. So, um, so as the Lord was opening my eyes, you know, and I remember the the first the first um, uh, um, uh, conference I translated, it was uh, the Doctors of Grace. Mm. And 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 the the brother uh, was was teaching on how great salvation we have, and he started teaching on election, and I was amazed to see. Oh, now this all makes sense. Depravity of men, and beca- we ne- would would never uh, uh, look for God. We'd never go after God. He's the one that comes and rescues us. It's not our will. It's it's His will. He changes our hearts. So um, so us now being exposed to. Expository preaching. Yes, and that went on for 15 plus years where you were translating oh, yes. down there in Honduras, yes. and then that opened up doors to translate yes. 
here in California at the Shepherds Conference yeah. and, and in other countries as well. So just a few of the names of some of the Bible teachers you were able to transfer, well, uh, translate for. Well, bless me to, 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 uh, to be translating or have translated for Dr. Steve Lawson, uh, even um, uh, um, Dr. Henry Morris the third. Uh, I think he's now with the Lord. Um, uh, Dr. John MacArthur, uh, Paul Washer. Um, uh, there's there's a great brother. His name is Justin Peters. Uh, he he has blessed me to to, to translate for for. for Those these. are some amazing faithful men of God yes. and Bible teachers and Bible yes. expositors. And there's actually a very long list oh, of yeah. many other brothers that came and you were able to translate from, or just when you go down to the Shepherds Conference, and mm-hmm. even the Exalting Christ Conference yeah. locally here, mm-hmm. which is actually coming up next week uh, at Community Bible Church in Vallejo. And there's going to be translation there. Yeah. Are you um, going to be doing it? I am going to be doing That's it. That's awesome. Yep. Amen. Thanks for doing that. You have translated for me several times yes, when sir. I came to Honduras. That's how we met. Mm. Uh, and that's where God allowed us to develop a partnership and relationship together. As a result, for seven years or so, our church here in California has been partnering with you mm. and your ministry and all that you do down there in Honduras. So with that, why don't you tell us um, regarding one point of emphasis we have as a church that we like to support other churches around the world to give them resources is in pastoral training. So that's how we've been involved. So tell us how God's allowed you to to train and provide resources for uh, pastors down there in Central America because they don't have a lot of resources. Yeah, that's right. And one of the things that uh, uh, after the Lord saved me and I started uh, uh, learning, um, sitting under the teaching of these godly brothers, um, I, I, I felt the need for for bringing this to pastors that I I knew did not have any access. Go in a seminar or, or access even to to a book, a good, sound book. Um, so that was it's it was a burden I had, and um, and after church we planted the church, uh, which we planted our garage, and I I realized wow if this is me and I know there's 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 God people here in in in, in this city in this country uh, there are faithful pastors but you know they they they. Sadly, they they have no training, no no chance for them to get uh, a good solid training, no good resources as you as you just mentioned. So uh, so what do we do with that? Uh, I, I mean, it's not your. I mean, you can have a great heart, but your great heart is not going to save anyone. So it's the word rightly divided that will save people. That's what the Lord uses, the Spirit uses uh, to uh, bring forth life. So, uh, so even though you you have pastors there and and you have pastors that have a great heart and a great desire to to uh, uh, be working, uh, but if they don't have the tools, uh, it's it's sometimes you would what you see it's more harm done. Um, so that's what we uh, uh, well I thought you know that we needed uh, as a city uh, to train. Uh, pastors, and you know what? You know what? Uh, just uh, knowing the impact of a, a trained pastor, because a trained pastor will train his people. So if we tr- if we if we target the pastors and we train these pastors, and 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 the word is just being preached faithfully by these pastors, you know how much the the churches in our city or in our country are going to be blessed by Yes. If you focus on the pastors and the leaders, then that's going to maximize uh, your ministry. 
um, on an exponential level. Yep. So yep. that is a right focus. And so the venues that I've seen you hands-on training pastors, you had your Sunday night uh, forum where you're training local pastors in a local church there in Honduras at the Baptist Church where you had like 15 to 20 men there you're training yes. on a regular basis in person. Then you also had uh, training you were doing regularly via Zoom mm. with pastors around Central America yeah. with and dozens and dozens of pastors, correct? Yes, brother, Central America uh, and South America. We have pastors from, well, we even have Hispanic pastors from from here. The U.S., uh, that they're getting trained. U.S., we have pastors from Mexico, from Guatemala. We have pastors from Dominican Republic. We have pastors from, from uh, Colombia, from Chile, Argentina, Brazil. That's it's what just What about Cuba? Amazing. Cuba, yeah, yes, sir. You, you met him. You met him. Yes. So praise the Lord for, for, for again, for technology. Yep. You know, it makes, it makes um, it easier for them to get some training. Yeah, and that's what we wanted. Yep, that's what we absolutely. really Absolutely. And another way we're training pastors, or you are, that we're able to be a part of is our annual pastors conference. So oh. um, we've had two of those now that yes. God has blessed. You started yes. it just a couple of years ago. You had about 50 brothers yes. who came for about three days. You invited us to be there to help uh, teach those pastors. And then we did it a year later and got yeah. blessed, and you mm-hmm. had about 100 pastors mm-hmm with uh, over 40 women, most yeah. of whom were wives of the pastors, yes. recently just did that, and God blessed all the more, and now we're planning another one uh, this next year. Mm. As uh, It's a delight to be a part of that. And, and these brothers, many of them that I've met, uh, they're, again, their resources and training is just limited. They've got yeah. a Spanish Bible yes. that was translated in the 1850s or whatever, based on the King James mm-hmm. Bible. They don't have good commentaries, mm-hmm. they don't have good resources. Uh, they love the Lord. They they know the Word. Yeah. That was impressive. Yes, they know their Spanish Bible from Genesis to Revelation, mm-hmm. uh, and have a command of Scripture. Mm. But it's so in terms of comprehensive knowledge base of the Bible, it is excellent. But in terms of the depth and the precision by which they can teach it, they are limited, and that's yes. why they need those resources. Yes. And so you're doing a wonderful work. Uh, and then as we close it out, brother Ernan, tell us how another open door God has given you, quite unique, is. The police, various police departments there in Honduras have been inviting you, <laughs> pleading with you to come and teach uh, the police departments the Word of God. Yes, that's just amazing. And you know what? This blessing has, has this is how the Lord uh, has worked, um, and it's been through the conferences. I mean, you guys have been there. You have be, even been preaching at, 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 at the headquarters of yep. the national police. Right. Uh, and it's been just a blessing. The police chief. Got, yes. Got yes. to preach yes. to him and his, uh, where he was at, and also uh, talk with him afterwards. And mm. he had a commitment to scripture wow. and, and a love for Christ. Brother, it's it's just amazing. Again, just to see God has his people, his chosen people uh, everywhere. And, and just, um, it's interesting to see how he's worked because um, our country... Or it would be controlled by um, by uh, uh, Roman Catholicism, or it would be controlled by prosperity gospel mm. churches. Uh, so the Lord has opened door with sound doctrine, sound doctrine. So I'm teaching now the police every Monday. Every Monday, I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing a three hour. I'm going through. So do you one, go to the police? Yes, headquarters. Which is which. That is that doesn't make sense. Mm. Nobody understands how that came. Uh, and I was preaching uh, a few weeks ago uh, to the to the top of the police there, 
the guys that would take the, the decisions for all the country. Wow. And then one of the commissioners came to me and said, you know what? Do you know who these people are? I guess you have no idea who these people are. <laughs> these are the top of the top. And nobody, nobody has spoken to these people as you did today. And I told, I, I told him, but it was not me. It was just the Bible. Mm. I was just reading scripture mm. and, and just praise the Lord that they have the opportunity now to, to hear all this. So you're going every Wednesday, yes. I mean, every Monday, Monday for about how many hours? Uh, from one through four. For three hours, three hours with the top elite level yes. of the yes. police leadership yes. in Honduras. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know? Oh, it does. It does. Because make sense. the Lord mm. is behind all that. Amen. So yes, that's, that's what the Lord's doing. Praise him for, for, uh, you know what? Sometimes when we think about revival, we think about, um, uh, you know, just emotions and uh, whenever you see revival in scripture, whenever you see revival in church history, it's going back to scripture. Mm-hmm. It's always connected to going back to scripture. That's right. what we want. We want to be men of the word. We want to teach the word and we want others to go to the word and see uh, what God has done through his son, saving people and, and the history of redemption. That's what we see there in scripture. It points out, it, it points us all to Jesus and he's a hope we can give to, 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 to those who are listening yep. today, um, uh, whatever their circum- circumstances are, there's hope, and the hope is found in a person, Jesus Christ, and he, we find him in Scripture. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the one who brings re- revival, but he always does it through his word, through yes, the sir. word of God. He will. He doesn't do it apart from his no. word. So Scripture has to be central. It yes. has to be the priority. It has to be the foundation, for it's the Scriptures that reveal Christ in Amen. his glory, and Amen. he's the Savior, and uh, what a privilege to serve him. So. Thank you, Brother Hernan. Glad to have you here in the studio, live here in California as your, <laughs> our guest for just a little bit longer. It's been a delight, and uh, thank you for being with us and sharing your testimony. No doubt this is going to encourage many here in our KFAX listening audience here in Northern California. Well, thank you. Thank you, brothers, for having me. It's, it's, it's an honor for me to be here. Uh, and again, it's what the Lord is doing. It's his plan of redemption. Uh, it's not, it was not my testimony. It's God's testimony, saving a wretch like me. So thank you guys. Thank you. Amen. And we just want to thank you all for listening and listening in our, our special guest. And we would just encourage you to pray for Ernan and his family and his ministry in Honduras. And I also want to encourage you to check out withallwisdom.org. We actually have an article there called Why Local Churches Should Invest in Faithful Evangelical Seminaries. Because as Cliff has just talked about how effective that can be in terms of maximizing our reach to reach the lost. You get the pastors, that's going to impact the congregation. And so I would encourage you to check out that article at withallwisdom.org. Continue to pray for our brother Ernan and his family, and we will see you again next time.